Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Sterling's Global. As always, thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Arful, and I'm the founder of Sterling's Global, a UK-based accounting firm specializing in e-commerce and local businesses. If you're new here, thanks for being with us. Um, thanks for tuning in today on this channel. We discuss various pain points and challenges that our clients usually have. But of course, we also offer valuable insights about these things as well. And if you have a few questions of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. We are more than happy to answer them for you as well. For today's topic, we will be tackling the UK corporation tax system. You know, I'm based in the UK and I have lived here for quite some time. But to be honest, the corporate tax system still boggles me a lot. Like... To whom um, does it apply or is my business covered? So yes, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you are just as confused as I am. Now, let's dive into our quick guide to the UK corporate system. UK, as the United Kingdom, like every other country in the world, has a corporate system regime that it applies to incorporated companies and other bodies that include clubs and associations. Mind you though, it's not applicable to trust as well as partnerships and individuals. So the corporation tax is slightly different. It belongs to the actual incorporated companies only. At present, it does not apply to foreign or non-resident companies as well as landlords that receive rental profits from that property they own in the UK and says they are subject to income tax rules. Obviously, the foreign companies you know, will pay their own corporation tax in their own countries. That's why you don't have to pay a corporation tax in the UK if you do operate a business which is registered, a company which is registered in another country. It's just like if you have got an LLC in the USA or if you've got a limited company in Germany, Spain, France, Italy, or in Emirates, or maybe Hong Kong, you're not going to pay corporation tax in the UK for those companies because you are liable for corporation tax for those companies in the country where it is registered. So let's get back to the actual topic that we're covering today. Right, hope everyone is actually following me on this topic. This corporation tax regime in the UK can be described as a self-assessment regime. Now, which means that taxpayers are responsible for calculating their taxable profits as well as reliefs, which may be applicable in any period. Similarly, rules on tax adjustments are necessary rules on anti-avoidance rules from Her Majesty's Customs and Revenues, which is in short, as we know, HMRC, right? So HMRC is the actual ruler, the government body, the government of taxations in the UK. There are some specific tax benefits as well as specific rules that may apply to a group of companies. Meanwhile, every entity is required to prepare a tax return in order to calculate its tax liability. It's not currently possible to submit the group's tax return. So what exactly are the important things you should know about the system? Right, let's find out together, guys. All right. First on the list, who is included in the UK corporation tax? So you need to understand that bit, who is actually included in the UK corporation tax. 
companies that fall within the UK corporate tax regime are regarded as tax residents in the UK. Now, provided that they are permanently established, a tax resident is used to refer to a company that is incorporated in the UK. So listen to the very carefully, okay? So I'm going to read that again so you don't have to go back and listen to that again. So FAQ here is who is included in the UK corporate tax system? Now, the answer to that is that companies that fall within the UK tax tax regime so within the uk corporate tax regime are regarded as the tax residents in the uk provided that they are permanently established okay they're permanently established in the uk a tax resident is used to refer to a company that is incorporated in the uk so as a person you're not but if the company is registered or established or incorporated in the UK as a UK limited company, then it is a taxable company in terms of the incorporation or corporation tax that we have within the UK. This is the case in the absence of a treaty that allows double taxation for the company in another country. Specific tax advice should be sought in such circumstances. So if you're confused about the double taxation, right, separating from the actual limited company that's based in the UK, what you established, even though you're a foreign, foreign person or maybe you're based in the UK, right? If the company that you are operating is related to double taxation treaty system, then that's a completely different topic. And you have to, you know, seek advice for that. So I'm not going to cover that, but I wanted to say that so you know that this is excluded from the term I just explained, okay? Rules on permanent establishments. Companies that are non-resident in the UK are equally subject to corporation tax, provided that they have activities in the UK which are the same as that of a UK establishment. It equally takes into account double taxation. Now, corporation tax is imposed on permanent establishments in the UK, but this is limited to profits that are derived explicitly from the UK. So, corporation tax is imposed on permanent establishments in the UK, right? But this is limited to profits that are derived explicitly from the UK. Who here knows how to compute their corporation tax due? It's not a simple matter or a simple question that I just asked. I do apologize. But if I was to ask some of you guys, right, who would know? And who would know to do that? Who would know to complete the actual corporate tax due, right? Well, most of you would answer no because it's a complicated situation. So it's no different for all of our clients, really. So that's okay because it's quite complicated unless you have been doing it for quite a while. So how do you establish your tax obligations? Easy. <laughs> this is an easy, easy suggestion here. So work with a professional team from Sterling's Global, of course. And we are always going to recommend ourselves because we know we're doing a great job for our clients. We have amazing feedback. We've improved in our people's stats. And we love our job. We've got great, amazing passion for it. For our third point, calculation of 
corporation tax. Now, corporation tax is usually designed to ensure companies pay the right amount of tax for the accounting period based on their financial statements. So it is designed that, you know, you pay the right amount of tax to the governments. I mean, that's what they're designed it for. However, there are usually, you know, exemptions for when a company starts its operations or if there is a change to the accounting system. Now, for accounting periods that exceed 12 months, HMRC requires more than one tax return. So you have to be very careful that you do meet the requirements that HMRC set out. It's simply to make sure that you actually pay the right amount of tax. It's a quite a serious of a matter, although I make jokes there and then, you know, in the conversation, just to get you more engaged and interested towards the topic. But I do need you to understand that it's a very serious matter for your company, for yourself. Obviously, that's your livelihood. You want your company to operate smoothly without having to go through the waves of issues and, you know, uh, penalties and dealing with a tax man and all the pullovers, right? So let's take clean of this and and, you know, have somebody, you know, properly doing these accounts for you. So you don't have to worry about this. And you just basically focus on what you do best. So how does that schedule a system work? If I was to understand that, let's, let's explain from the beginning then uh, about the schedule system. So under the schedule system, a company's worldwide profits are subject to UK tax. Now, that's only relevant to a company that's based in the UK or you are from somewhere else, but you have incorporated a company to establish within the UK, right? And you want to, uh, like, you know, trade globally using that company, you know, the UK limited company. So your company is based in the UK, all right? It does not matter where you're based, guys, all right? That's, you know, disregarded, okay? But that's to do with personal tax. I'm not covering that today. So I'm covering purely on corporation tax, and that's to do with the company which is incorporated in the UK or which is, you know, uh, formed in the UK, in other words. Okay, so under the schedule system, a company's worldwide profits are subject to UK tax and tax reliefs are available in part or for all of its foreign income. So if you've sold anything outside the UK, is definitely, you know, uh, you know, taxable in the UK and you have to declare that. Now, the treaty agreements are a different thing. We can cover that in another topic. The current system of taxation identifies a number of sources of income and there are subtle differences at times. These sources include but are not limited to income from trading activities. Now, property businesses, activities and non-trading profits or losses that could result from a loan relation, for example, the interest bank receive. Meanwhile, expenses for management and dividends are equally included in this category. Fortunately, the UK tax system isn't always about taking money from companies. Are you surprised? In fact, our next point is tackling just that bit. So stay tuned, guys. All right. So UK tax intensives and tax deductions. Each budget tends to have a range of tax intensives to ensure that businesses can operate properly 
and support domestic economy activity. They include tax credits as well as allowances for research and development, which is the R&D tax credit for your company. And you are entitled to, you know, government allowances for that. And a huge amount of monies are being, you know, claimed on a daily basis for multiple companies. We have referred quite a few of our clients to, you know, our, you know, partner companies for their R&D tax. Under such a scheme, the relief that company can claim is contingent on its size as well as its activities. The SME scheme, which is a small medium enterprise scheme, allows for deductions for up to 130% of the qualifying R&D expenditures. Do you hear that? You can claim up to 130% of your R&D, right? So if the company spends £100, you will receive £230 worth of tax relief. And that is amazing. Meanwhile, not all investments in R&D are productive or lead to, you know, a marketable uh, products in the marketplace. Sometimes such R&D investments may result in losses, which are calculated at 14.5% of the loss in question. As a result, the total R&D credit can be up to 33.5%. You can find more information here you know in hmrc i put a link if you're following in the blog and you'll find more information about it so hmrc is currently consulting on how to merge r&d tax from smes as well as large companies in the past both schemes were separate but it is judged to be insufficient the consultation in question is used to determine the viability uh, you know of the scheme and ensure that only businesses that are uh, innovating in the UK can benefit from such scheme. Here is another, you know, upside related to corporation tax, which is the patent box, right? If you don't know the patent box that enables companies to apply for a lower tax of corporate tax on their profits, which may arise from exploiting the dividends or payouts from patented innovations in the UK or across the world, these rules were first phased in from 2013, which is a while ago, right? As well as uh, in April 2017. So when the relevant rate is at 10%, this is considered generous relief as its definition is quite drawn to include a range of activities. If you are in the creative industry, know that there are available tax reliefs for you as well. Tax relief for creativity industry, I will touch up a little bit. Such reliefs are described as solely designed for the creative industry and enable uh, qualifying companies to reclaim a larger deduction on possible tax repayments in a manner similar to R&D relief cited above. The R&D relief that I just explained is similar to the actual tax relief, you know, for creativity industry. Now, there are seven reliefs that are available, you know, to businesses. Uh, these are, you know, film tax relief. You've got animation tax relief, high-end television tax relief, video games tax relief, children's television tax relief, theater tax relief, orchestra tax relief. Then you've got museums and galleries exhibition tax relief. So it, there's a quite a few number of tax reliefs that you get. So obviously you have to speak to uh, R&D specialist who specializes in that. We personally don't, but we do have a partner we can refer you to if you do come to us. 
uh, for some advice but you know this is one of the things that you can definitely benefit from and in the UK you have a lot of opportunities because the government provides a lot of funding and things for companies who want to develop products to you know fulfill the purpose of the UK and you know the, the opportunities are there for you guys all right paying corporation tax so since I've covered quite a few different topics let's move into how to pay for corporation tax right so how do you pay corporation tax companies are required to settle their corporation tax liability electronically and there are currently a number of options that are available to them so once the you know uh, corporation tax has been submitted your accountant or ourselves should be able to instruct you that these are the this is how you pay or this is the site you go into log in and simply look at the bank details they have provided from HMRC and make the payments accordingly so we, people do this on a day-to-day basis so I don't think it's going to be a big deal uh, if you need professional help uh, check out Sterling's Global uh, which is ourselves Right, guys, so we offer a range of uh, tax services. So, you know, check out at sterlingsglobal.com and that's spelled as S-T-E-R-L-I-N-X followed by the word global, no spaces between its joint word. Let's do a rundown of what we have discussed so far then since it's been a long session. So, corporate tax only applies to corporations and not to trust partnerships and individual taxpayers it covers corporations based in the uk as explained just for the uk such as those you know with offices or branches here like for example my company sterling's global uh, limited is liable for you know corporation tax uh, non-resident uh, businesses are still subject to tax but only for profits uh, derived uh, from activities in the UK. And if it's confusing, ask a tax professional you know, from our team. We'll be more than happy to help you out. There are tax reliefs, intensives, and dedications that may be applicable to your organizations. So yes, it pays to know about these as well. You can settle tax obligations electronically and no need to head to tax offices to pay anymore. Like, you know, in the past, we used to work with pen and paper, you know, take some cash or a checkbook and pay, in, you know, by queuing up. You don't need all that anymore. Things moved on, right? So convenient, isn't it? So, yeah. Right, so while that's a lot to take in, I'm sure you still have a few questions in mind. Now, let's talk about uh, some of the commonly asked questions related to the tax systems, and I will quickly follow up with those and let you go. So I'll, my purpose of this you know, video or in a podcast to make sure they're fully uh, educated as much as possible on this topic. So you, know, you don't have to go completely blinded about a UK corporation tax and such for your company, either it's an e-commerce business or a local business. So are my you know, frequently asked questions. First off, what are CFC or Controlled Foreign Company Rules? The CFC rules have been in place for a number of years and were equally revised as part of their corporation tax roadmark reforms. Um, from January 2013, a CFC can be described as a non-resident company that is subject to UK taxation system. So if you're an Amazon or eBay seller based in the US, selling in the UK, then you are subject to the CFC rules. Okay, so next question, what is uh, diverted profits tax? This is a separate tax from the UK 
corporation tax. The rules are intended to prevent profit shifting from the UK to other jurisdictions. So they are equally designed to prevent tax evasion from companies with no UK presence. So be careful with that one. If you're setting up a company while you're not a resident in the UK, this definitely applies towards you. So what is transfer pricing legislation? That's my last question. So the transfer pricing uh, in a regulation in the UK applies to transactions between two or more connected persons and requires calculations of profits and loss to be calculated at arm's length. Any tax advantage must be accounted for and included in the company's corporation tax calculations. So yes, that's above everything about the UK tax system, corporation tax. Well, almost everything important that you should know, um, you know, has been covered so far. So don't worry if you haven't memorized, you know, them all. So you can uh, go back to this when you are looking for answers and you can follow our podcast and basically find the link to our website for this blog. And you can actually go and have a read at any time you want, uh, put it onto your, you know, uh, bookmark. And if you need professional advice or assistance, the experts at Sterling's Global, which is ourselves, are ready to lend a hand. We are more than happy to help. So folks, that's all for today. We hope that this podcast gave you a bit of an idea about what to expect from the UK's corporate tax. It can be a little bit confusing, which I totally understand. You're not the only one. Our brief guide has hopefully helped you and pointed you in the right directions so if you enjoyed our tips and tricks or want to learn something more similar please like follow and subscribe to our media channels again this is our fall of sterling's global and i hope to catch you on the next one thanks a lot guys bye bye now